the preparation part, because you see, I am fully aware that in a assembly of this size, there are um, people who have lost their mothers. And uh, that today is a day of joy for many of you, but it's a day that pains a lot more. And so there are mixed emotions that uh, we're dealing with today, and, and your joy may be another person's sorrow. And also, while many of us here today may have just such fond memories of our mothers, whether they're living or deceased, that is not everyone's experience. For others, it was not the blessing that, that your experience has been. And so, as we talk about this subject, I understand that it's a, it's a difficult thing for others while it is something that uh, brings a lot of joy uh, to yet others. But honoring your parents, that's, that's a biblical mandate. In the Old Testament, one of the Ten Commandments in Exodus chapter 20 and verse 12 is that we are to honor father and mother. And as the, the Apostle Paul mentioned in Ephesians 6, as he reiterates that, he said that's the first commandment with promise that it may be well with you and that you may live long on the earth. The reason doing this and honoring and obeying your parents, the reason that promise or that commandment comes with promise and long life attached to it is because they seek your good. What parent is going to tell a child to do something that is harmful to them? They don't. They make great sacrifices to see to the, the development and the safety of their children. And so it's part of God's plan that we honor our parents. And how do we, in particular this morning, honor our mothers? I'd like for us to look at that this morning. I have about four things that I want us to consider this morning with reference to honoring our mothers. And I'm glad that you're here today. I know that we have some visitors, and the reason you're here is because probably you're here to honor your mom and to spend time with her. And I hope that you enjoy that and and don't take that for granted. And if you forgot about it, get on the phone, call your mother. Or Because of the nature of my, shop, my job, I am obligated on Sundays. And prior to last year, last year was different because I was in a period of transition and it was the first time since 1980 that I had the opportunity to go be with my mother on Mother's Day. And so I don't take that very lightly. It was, a, it was a great joy to be able to be with her and to worship with her last year in West Virginia. And so I want you to take advantage of the opportunities that you have. If you haven't expressed to your mom how much she means to you, how much you appreciate her, then please do so. Don't let this day get away. This is not only, well, a thing of gratitude that we ought to do. It is divine mandates that we pay tribute to our mothers. Well, how do we honor her? Number one, honor her with your words. The Bible tells us in Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 27, do not withhold good from those to whom it is due. Don't withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in your power to do it. That applies to your moms. Listen, does your mother, did your mother do good for you? If she did, then say it. Honor her for it. 
speak to her and let her know that those things, those sacrifices, have not gone unnoticed. Do you know how often things are done? And, and as you grow older and if you have children of your own, it's at that point I think you tend to appreciate your own parents even more. You know, we always have, but when you see the kind of sacrifices that have been made and that you make now, you all of a sudden become aware, more acutely aware, of all the sacrifices your parents made for you. Honor your mother. Let her know. Speak with your words the appreciation that you have for her. In Proverbs 31 and verse 28, it says of the, that virtuous woman, her children rise up and they call her blessed and her husband also, and he praises her. You need to let your mom, well, she knows how I feel about her. I don't have to say anything. She knows. No, you do have to say something. You, you do need to express yourself. What if no one ever express themselves to one another? What, what if you had a wife that never told you she loves you? What if you had a husband who never said, I love you? What if, what if you had children who never said, I love you? We, we need to express those things. Oh, I know we take it for granted and we know that they know that we feel those ways, but isn't it good to hear it? You never grow tired of hearing somebody say they love you and they appreciate you. Honor your mother with your words. I think I was here on Father's Day last year and I made mention, I know the information's a little dated because everybody has cell phones now. The day of the year that has the most collect calls is Father's Day. The day of the year that has the most calls, long distance calls, is Mother's Day. I don't know how that, you know, the, the fathers get, got the bill and everything, but when it comes time to Mother's Day, everybody calls home, as they should, because of the sacrifices that have been made. Honor your mother with your words. Honor her with your actions. If you really want to pay honor and tribute to your mother, live right. Don't make her ashamed of you. Don't do things that are unbecoming or that are unchristlike, that are ungodly, and, and it puts her to shame. You live in a way that shows that you love God and she can be proud of you. In 1 John chapter 3 and verse 18, the Apostle John says, Little children, let us not love in word only, but also in deed. It's one thing to tell your mom you love her. It's quite another to live in a way that says, I love you. Those words, I love you, ring hollow when one lives a life of rebellion to God and breaks the heart of, of the person who has tried their best to raise them. Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 1 says uh, that a wise son makes, his glad, makes a glad father, but a foolish one is a sorrow to his mother. If you don't want to break your mother's heart, if you don't want to grieve her, if you don't want to bring tears, live in godly and wise ways. In chapter 15 and verse 20, the same book, the Bible tells us that, a, well, same, basically the same thing that 10.1 says, but he says if a young man lives in an unrighteous way, he actually despises his mother. Well, you cannot divorce your actions 
from the impact it has on your mother. How you behave is one of the best ways to honor your mother. Live a godly, holy life, and she'll find great pleasure. It'll be better than anything you can buy for her, better than anything that you can give to her. To be able to let her see that you're living a godly and upright life and headed for heaven, what more could a mother want from her children? Honor her with your actions. Honor her with your memory. The Bible tells us in Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 7 that the memory of the righteous is a blessing. Many of you, your mothers may be gone, and you might be sitting here today saying, Ah, if I just had one more day with my mother, if I had one more opportunity to speak to her, oh, what I would give to be able to be with her again. Well, obviously those things can't be reversed. But you can share that memory of your mother Keep her alive through your memory. Talk to her about her to your friends and especially to your own children. One of the saddest things in the Bible comes from Judges chapter 2 and verse 10. And we focus on one aspect of it because in Judges 2 and verse 10 it says, When that generation of people had gone on to the reward, men like Joshua and Caleb, these great men, when they died and were gone, Do you know what the Bible says? There arose another generation who did not know God or the works of God. Now, they didn't have a relationship with God. That means they didn't know Him. They didn't have a relationship with Him. But not only did they not have a relationship, the reason is obvious, because they didn't even know about Him. They didn't know His works. And the works of God, that's not like us just telling Bible stories. This involves their ancestry. This involves their mom and dad, their grandparents. This is talking about family. Because it was th- those great works of God that they were unaware of, those children did not know anything about, are the things that their moms and dads went through and their grandparents went through. They didn't talk about their own families to their children. And they grew up not knowing, and we see the mess that ensued because of that. I wish I knew more about my grandparents, don't you? Have you ever, you know, when you're young, you don't think about it. When you get a little older, you wish you had some of their insight. How did they handle this? What did they think about this? Um, Those kind of things. What have you done to tell other people about the faith of your mother and the things that she did in your life that made a difference and made an impact in you. We need to keep our godly mothers alive in our memories and share that and inspire others by the the memory of her to to do better and to live more righteously and, and to challenge ourselves to a better way of living because of, oh, that's what she did. I've never heard of anybody doing something like that. Wow, that was really amazing. She made that kind of a sacrifice. Tell those stories. Keep her memory alive. And through those she being dead, she can still speak, as the Hebrew writer speaks of. Honor your mother with your memory. And then honor her with your faith. Not every mother, I know, has been the kind of mother that they should be. 
But I do know, I'm pretty confident, that in the day of judgments, when everyone finds out what really is true, I would think, unless one is very depraved and very wicked, that a mother would say, I want more than anything for my child to be saved. They may not appreciate that yet. They may not understand it fully yet. But in that day, I know the desire of every mother would be that their child, that they love so much, would enjoy heaven forever. Honor your mother with your faith. You know, just the other day, a young lady was baptized. Do you not think that meant the world to her parents? When you obey the gospel of Christ, do you not think that means the world to your father and to your mother who have tried to instruct you and teach you and incorporate these values within you? And when they see you own that for yourself, there's no greater joy. Jesus said, John 3 and verse 16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. The knowledge that my children have chosen to walk with Jesus and that they may someday inherit that heavenly reward, there's nothing more that I want out of life. That is it. That's the summit. There's nothing higher. Uh, it's not a car. It's not a house. It's not anything that's worth. If I can have a knowledge that my children are in a right relationship with God, you, you couldn't give me anything better. Faith. The Bible tells us in Matthew chapter 16 and verse 26, What shall it profit a man if he should gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? There's nothing. If I can know, and if your mother can know, and pillow her head tonight knowing that my children love the Lord and are headed for heaven, be the greatest gift you could ever give her. Listen, as we are about to leave here today, I want you to think about this last point. What better gift could you give your mother than to honor her with your faith in Jesus Christ? You can buy her a rose. You can buy her a box of candy. You can buy her whatever it is that you're, you have done for your mother today. All those things are nice. But man, they pale in comparison than if you're not saved to get your life right and to be able to tell your mother, I'm doing right. I want to go to heaven. That's the greatest gift you could ever give her. And not only your mother, but your heavenly father. You want to make your mother happy? Obey the Lord. You want to make your heavenly father happy? Obey his commands. That's the greatest degree of joy that you could ever give. And as we sing this song of encouragement, intended to encourage you to do what you know you should do, I want you to think about your heavenly father, first and foremost, but I want you to think about your mother as well. Will you honor her today? If you're sitting here today lost, you've never done what you know you should do, or you're living a life that, that right now that is in rebellion to God and you've harbored some sins in your life that you haven't come clean with yet, don't you know that breaks your mother's heart? 
what she would want more than anything for you today is the same thing the Heavenly Father would want. And that is to turn from those things, give your life to God. And you talk about a good Mother's Day. That would be it. Folks, if you're here this morning, you're not yet a child of God. Obey the gospel of Christ. Jesus said, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. If you haven't done that, take that step and do that. Have your sins forgiven. Get on the road that leads to heaven. And what a joy that would bring to your family. If you have already done that, but you haven't been living a faithful life, and you need to turn from sin and come clean and confess that you want to do better. Again, what joy that would cause in heaven, but what joy would it cause in the life of your mother? I don't want you to do anything just because of your mother. I want you to do it first and foremost because of your heavenly father. He's the one who has paid the ultimate price for you and giving his son for you. And if you need to respond to the invitation this morning, we invite you to come as we stand together and sing.